Hey, up, and welcome to the One Up podcast and this month's August Indie Showcase. Joining me, I have Orange. Hello. And Ben. Hello. And we are talking all things indie, in case the indie showcase bit didn't give that away. So is it is it developed or published by a big studio? If it is, we ain't talking about it. That's not what this <laughs> one is for. We are going to be talking about what we've been playing in the indie world that could be old or new. And then we will be talking about what we're hyped for that's coming up. And it could be next month or months away at an unknown, unannounced date. But the whole point of this show is to be hyped about the indie studios and what they're putting out because honestly my favorite kind of games are nearly almost always from the indie studios Woo! so what have we been playing anybody like super hyped and excited and really 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 just want to get in there with something up front yes you're meant to be i am <laughs> yeah, you go orange <laughs> you, you go orange the thing i really want to talk about i'm gonna save because I want to make you guys like wait for it, um, <laughs> wait for Jeez. it. Um, but I've been playing a couple of indie games on stream, and I just finished uh, Death Store for the first time, which is I don't want to say it's mm, it's not really it's like kind of kind of like a Metroidvania, I guess. It's like a isometric style, so it reminded me a lot of Tunic. It came out before Tunic, which is funny. Because everyone in chat was telling me it came out before. And I was just like, yeah, but I played Tunic first. So it's like Tunic, not the other way around. But anyway, you play as like a little crow and he's like a Grim Reaper. You or like the crows own the Grim Reaper business, basically. And they go out and they claim souls. But you're sent to go and get a soul from a forbidden place. And then the soul is stolen by somebody else, mystery. So you have to, you encounter an old crow who's been stuck in this place because the same thing happened to them. And they task you to find three ancient souls, three creatures that should have passed away ages ago, but for some reason haven't. So you have to go and find them, get their souls, and then you can open the death door, which is where your souls are apparently gone. It's... It's really good. The combat is very tight. You get lots of different weapons. Well, lots. You get a couple of different weapons throughout, so you can do different styles. If you're a speedy, speed, stabby person like me, running in, stab, run away. Or if you just like to go in and whack someone with a massive hammer and do a lot of damage in one go and hope you don't get hit. There's a couple of different worlds to explore for each of the creatures has their own map. The only thing that was a bit of a downside, it doesn't have a map. So... Where if you want to get 100% like me, because I'm crazy, you have no idea where you've already been. You just kind of have to try and figure it out. But it was it was great fun. I really enjoyed it. So I do recommend Death's Door. There's a reason why it's quite popular. It came out, I think, in 2021, I think. And people have loved it. There is a reason for it. I had a lot of fun with Death's Door. Oh, have you played it? Played Yay! It. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's is I think Acid Nerve. I think they're based in Manchester as well. They give me like prop like old school Zelda vibes as well. Yeah. Lots of exploring and it's like really funny. Yes. It's lots of humour in it. Quite dark and just it comes out of nowhere sometimes. It's very um, black comedy, which makes yeah. sense if it's um, British based. I didn't know that, so that that would be why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of something we're very good at. 
is making that black comedy, that humour around death and... Yeah, things that are grim, you know. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I recommend that to anyone who's not played it as well. Mm. It's a lot of fun. And it's not too difficult either. I think I did struggle on a couple of bosses, but it was the usual kind of video game struggle you would expect, you know. You don't want it to be too easy. But I got through them with minimal pain, so it's not too difficult. And <laughs> yeah. it's very forgiving as well, so... Yeah, once you see the patterns of some of the bosses, it like yeah, you said yeah. Just, you get through a lot easier. But you know they can just hit hard straight away, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. what's oh, going no. on? Like I'm the super crow, you know. <laughs> so another game that I just finished. I actually talked about it. I think on the previous indie podcast because it was just about to come out. It is now out, and I have now played it, and that is Planet of Lana. Yes, I do remember yeah. you mentioning that. Yes, really, really nice game. When I finished it and I rank the games that I've been playing on stream, I was really struggling because <laughs> I wanted to put it really high. But there were so many other games that I've beaten recently, which were really good. And I was just like, ah, where does this go? But it's really lovely. It's very short, so it won't take you very long to do. I think I beat it in probably about four and a half hours. So it's not a long game. It's a puzzle platformer and you play as Lana it's your planet apparently but you're hanging out with your sister one day and then she gets abducted by these metal cage sort of war of the world style looking creatures but i think they're just robots they're not actually aliens and then it's one of those games where nobody actually tells you what's going on or the law in fact the language used in the game like between lana and one other person that you meet it's not english it's just a different language there's no subtitles so you don't know any, there's no words. I don't think there's any words in this game, actually, now that I think about it. So it's like, kind of reminds me of like a journey and the fact that everything is up to your interpretation based on what you see and images and carvings on the wall and things like that. But the thing that people will probably like the most is you encounter a little creature, this little tubby black creature that looks kind of like a fat cat. And he's called Mui, I think. Mui, I think it's the name. Mui's like, is it Mew or Mui? I think it's Mui. And he has like special abilities which help you solve puzzles. And you, you have as your controls, you can control him and yourself, kind of. You can tell him where to go and where to stand. You can use him to like press a button while you're doing something on the other side and stuff like that. So it's very puzzle platformer. So if you're into puzzle platformers, some of the puzzles can be a little devilish. But if I can do it, then it means everyone can do it because everybody knows i'm not good at puzzle games so if i can get through it you'll be fine but yes i really enjoyed it it gave me inside and limbo vibes a little bit with how it played and how it felt and it also with the the buddy sort of relationship reminded me a bit of the last guardian so yeah it, it's really lovely it was a really lovely game it's got beautiful soundtrack as well there's a track in it which has singing in it and i was just like oh I'm dying. This is great. So again, strong recommend. I've got lots of recommendations for you today. <laughs> you have. I do. You know you're not allowed my name, allowed anywhere near my wish list <laughs> normally. <laughs> this is how I get to you now. <laughs> I know it is. It is. I'm gonna have to like somehow find a way to, I don't know, disassociate, dissociate, and blank you out. <laughs> No. Well, I'm, I wouldn't. I never. Would never. That's the whole point of this. But yeah, no, you are extraordinarily dangerous for my wish list. Um, um, you're speaking all of my language there with like Limbo and Inside and mm. The Last Guardian as well. Yes. Oh my god, I recommend it's and it's it's nice and short. It doesn't take long. So 
You could do it in one sitting, no problem. Nice. And then your last one. Yes, my last one. For this one, I got a key for from the lovely Andy. And I had already played a demo of it during Steam Next Fest and I fell in love with it. So as soon as Andy mentioned, I was just like, me, please, me, I want more of this. And that is Sticky Business. Now this is like a really charming, really simple little game where you literally are running your own online sticker business. So it's all pixel art and you basically create your own little stickers out of a set sort of list of assets that is in the game and you can have as many different like so you've got like animals and clothing words outlines food gaming things magic things there's many and you can pick as many as you want, put them all together. Oh, there's lots of um, pride flags as well, which is something that's really nice. Like they've got so many different pride options out there. There's some I didn't even know about. So I was just like, hey, cool. I didn't know that I had a flag. But yeah, there's all these things that you can pick from and you compile them up to make your own little stickers and then you put them online in your store and then you go. you can go to a printer where you layer them up on a piece of paper and then you print them off so you've got to tessellate your stickers to get as much value out of one printout as you can as many stickers and then you go to bed and you wake up the next day and you've got sales on your website and you go and you pack the box yourself so you can put like special paper in the box you can put packing peanuts in and then you put your stickers in however you want and then you post them off to the your buyers and then you just rinse and repeat basically it's a very simple process to get into but the real fun of it is that the more you sell the more money you get and you also get experience points based on what little assets you've used for your sticker so say you made three different stickers and all of them used a top hat you'll get loads of experience every time someone buys a sticker with a top hat and you use the experience points to get more assets so you can get more stickers, more variation. And I, I played it for a whole night. <laughs> I couldn't stop. I was just like, I've got more. I can buy more different things. And then there is also a story kind of that goes along with it in the fact that a couple, well, not a couple, there's quite a few actually. Not every single person who buys from you has one, but quite a lot of people that will buy from you in the game have their own little story going on. So it's like they've sent you an email with their order and it's got their message written on it and they've all got things going on in their lives and they all tell you about how your stickers are helping them. Like there's your best friend is one of the first messages that you get who's literally just trying to help you out and get your business started. But then you mean like a teacher who said that she's thinking of using stickers as rewards in class and then... The more she orders from you, that you get to hear more about her story and how your stickers have affected things. So it goes from like simple things to like some really more in-depth stories, like pe relationships people are having, job woes, and all these sorts of things. And they will also give you little tips about what they're looking for in a sticker design or what they like about your stickers. So you could do that to further their story. So like I have one, he's streamer so he wants gaming stickers so i have to particularly make stickers around video games and then he'll buy them and tell me more about his story and things like that it's just so charming and it's really simple and it's just lovely and i posted that you guys can see not people listening but ben and sasha can see <laughs> there is a sticker that i posted in the discord to show an example of what i made 
it's absolutely lovely i can't recommend it enough it's really just nice and chill i even got peachy to play it and she also loved it i couldn't get her off of it i was like i need to keep playing because i need to know everything so i can talk about it and she was like no <laughs> i want to make a goose with a trumpet and i was like that's great now let me back on <laughs> i love that i'm genuinely so thrilled yeah. that you love that game i was i was quite unsure of it so when andy posted that you know the pod had a key to discuss it on this series at some point and when you were like, I want to take it, and it's like, absolutely, the person who's like hype before they've even seen the game should be the person who's like, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's so good hearing you talk about it. And this is that thing where it's like, even the games, I've said this before, and it'll I'll definitely say it again because I'm nothing if not a stuck record, but sometimes hearing my th- friends enthuse about things, even if they're things that I wouldn't normally be into, it sees me heading over to Steam and being like, that's wish list? <laughs> like, maybe I do want to play this. I did it. <laughs> so i'm genuinely thrilled i will post a couple more stickers for you guys later because there's in fact i'm not yes, I'm, I'm gonna do it now because there's one that i absolutely love and i want you guys to see it is it an octopus playing games by the way or is it a cthulhu it's playing a cthulhu games? specifically called cthulhu i love it yeah this one's the favorite one that i made and it actually sells really well on my fake fictional website for those who can't see it it is a red panda sitting with a top hat on some bubble tea and it just says cute under it (laughs) i love it and it sells really well in my fictional shop (laughs) 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 oh i should mention you as as you can see you can pull the stickers off of the game uh it also gives you the option to pull the sheet off if you've tessellated them onto a piece of paper you can just download that piece of paper so you could literally just print it yourself and then you could even make the stickers in real life how cool is that (laughs) i might have to do that i am staring at that panda and i'm like i would stick him places all around my room (laughs) i love that i'm glad you also clarified i would stick him places i decided (laughs) i'm going to finish that sentence with something else because that doesn't sound right otherwise it's an adorable game don't ruin it (laughs) i wouldn't i wouldn't dare so ben what have you been playing Uh, i've been in like one of those funks this month where i've just not been able to get into much however there is one game that i started this week which i've definitely got from just recommendations from so many people probably people on this part as well um which is oxen free yay which I must have bought like a year or two ago on my Switch when it was really cheap and then just forgotten about it. And like I said, I was in this funk and I was flicking through my games on my Switch and I was like, oh, oxen free. I want to play this now. So, I mean, wh- I don't even know where to start because <laughs> I've not finished it yet. It's it's not scary, but it sets me. It makes me feel very uneasy, the whole game mm-hmm. so far. Mm. It's spooky. It is very spooky. You control, you play as a teenager called Alex who goes to this like overnight party with a couple of friends on this old abandoned military island and then shit just goes under. (laughs) (laughs) That is the best Uh, way of describing it. I'm not even going to say anything else more about like the plot so far because that's it just goes very under Mm. and it's very surreal. I don't really know what's going on. There's a mechanic where you've got like a radio where you can tune through frequencies and you can pick up things that have been broadcast what seemingly years ago um and the sound design for that is great the little radio sounds coming through 
But yeah, even just thinking about it, like, I don't know. I think I stopped <laughs> playing it because I was a bit, I think it was late the other night and I was like, I don't want to keep playing this. <laughs> It's making me just feel creepy. But I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> even though even though it is like making me really uneasy and I really want to know what's going on. Mm. That's the thing. Like I said, I've I've been struggling to dip into anything this month. But since I've started playing Oxen Free, that's what I'm thinking about during work. Well, I should <laughs> should be thinking about work and I'm just thinking like what's going on on that island? <laughs> like I need to go. If I can give you one single piece of advice when uh, you finish the game, start it again. Yeah. Agreed. Ben is now like, what? <laughs> I'm saying no more. Just trust. I mean, trust the thing is, my Switch that. is in front of me, so I could just start playing on this pod secretly. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. I'm not I mean, how would that. we know? Yeah, how, how would you would know? How do you know I'm not playing it right now? I'm not. I mean, I fully yeah. support that. If you're going to do that, um, I'm going to boot but, up sticky bits. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Oxen Free. I've, oh, God, I've, grief. I'm, I'm losing control. <laughs> <laughs> And then the other one that I've managed to dip in and out of is Dredge, which mm. is another creepy ass game. This is I just need to stop playing oh creepy games. Oh my god, games. my partner is obsessed with Dredge. Yeah, yeah. I've you, heard a lot it's, about Dredge. It's a fishing game. Uh, it's uh, it's hard, but it's also this creepy like Lovecraftian mystery, and there's like mm. sea monsters. And, you know, if you're fishing at night, you know you're gonna get fucked up. Real issues with time in that game for me. Because I do love the loop of like going finding fish and getting back, but I just lose track of time and then it becomes like late at night and the the, the creepy things that you come across. Like you sh- I shouldn't be scared of that game because it's quite pretty. But you know you'll see like what appears to be a friendly boat sailing towards you slowly, and then it's not. It's like a giant monster. It's one of those. I can't think what they're called. Those fish with like a little light coming out the head. Oh, the anglerfish. Yeah, it's like that, but like instead of a light, it's a little boat. (laughs) So you go towards the boat and it's like, ah! And I'm just sat at my switch like screaming, like trying to zoom away. So yeah, the two two games that I've been playing this month have been terrifying me really in different ways. You're getting ready for Spooktober before it's Spooktober. <laughs> yeah, so I think when, when it, I've noticed the games that we're going to talk about later on are all like a, a very different vibe, which I think makes sense as I'm saying all of this out loud. Yeah, as I said, my partner has been like fully drawn in by Dredge, playing it in several hour blocks and then being like, I'm not going to play it for a little while because I'm going to take a break. But he's loving the, the yeah. spooky side of dread so quick to just like loop through days because it's just so fun doing the little fishing and then you go back and then before you know it it's 10 11 o'clock at night and yeah you need to go to bed (laughs) i have written it down (laughs) i already knew about it but now i will bump it up my list it might even be a contender for me for spooktober indie section do you know what it sounds like it would fit yeah spooktober for sure okay so what have i been playing i somewhat miraculously have actually played a couple of new games like oh my god i am never normally on it with things when they've just come out how dare i disgusting i know who are you one that came out uh literally last week wow (laughs) that's really on it i know right how 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 on trend sasha um to be fair not even on trend i think ahead of the curve almost I've been playing a game called Crime O'Clock. Ooh. So Crime O'Clock is a it's time traveling detective search and find experience. I don't know if anyone's ever played Hidden Folks. Yes, I love that game. It's so lovely, isn't it? Mm. 
so it has that kind of aesthetic. There are five different worlds that you can you can travel through. And so there's the Steam Age, the Atlantean Age, the Information Age, the Lost Age, and the Eon Age. You basically, whenever you enter one of the ages, your whole point is, also, if you've seen Loki, the TV series. I haven't. Well, that's fine. <laughs> but there's a whole thing about that you work for an agency that's about stopping the maintaining the true timeline right so basically what happens is there's these like time shifts and you work with an ai called eve and you have to go and investigate cases through time and each age will have 10 different points in that and like so like the 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 tutorial case like you have to first find the thief in the search and find screen Mm. And then you find them and then it'll be like, okay, then we're going to go back um, a tick. We'll go back a tick, which is just, it's an undefined increment of time. (laughs) But then you have to like, then find that person. But remember, they might have removed their mask and things like that. So you like follow them through that age and you essentially do all that to then restore time so that the thing doesn't happen. There's also an overarching story because obviously all of these time shifts or rifts or whatever like people are trying to sabotage the true timeline (laughs) some of the criticism has been it's really heavy on the handholding from the little ai character which i can kind of see that but also ultimately it is a search and find Mm. game if you're there for like hard-hitting detectiving to do your own little be your own sherlock it's not gonna be that Mm. it has like a billion levels as far as I can tell. <laughs> so I don't know what my mileage would be long term with it. But I tell you what, I did lose half a day to it. <laughs> and then, you know, haven't gone back to it since. Because it is it can be a bit samey. But like I also think it's probably really fun to just pop on if you're doing something else especially as well. Mm. But you see, I'm a sucker for a search and find anyway. Yeah. I always loved like Where's Waldo's and yeah. stuff like that. And aesthetically it's nice. Like I say, I think the AI gets a bit irritating after a bit. But maybe that's the point. I've not finished the main story at all, so I've presumably got another 50 crimes to solve before I get there. But it is very cool. I did find I muted it towards the end. Not for the AI. It's not voiced. It's not voice acted. Mm. But the music in each land, like there's not really, the each land has its own, but obviously there's only five lands that you bounce between. And so after a bit, I'm like, okay, I don't, the, the music is nothing special. So I found myself turning that off and like listening to Spotify instead. Yeah. But I've definitely had fun with it. And like, what a great name for a game, frankly. Crime <laughs> o'clock. <laughs> it does seem to be getting quite mixed reviews just because I think if it was just the search and find stuff like I think that's where it would be better I think they have too much of the AI meddling with things like I think if it was just keep going through 10 variations of each scene and you have to go backwards and forwards searching for things until you can put the crime scene together I think that's like a really fucking cool concept Mm, I like that but having the AI often interjecting and stuff it's proper brain off mode game and that's fine that's genuinely fine I think it just wasn't what people were necessarily expecting from the concept. I think they were perhaps envisioning a little bit better detective detecting, Detectoring. Detectoring. Detecting? <laughs> it was probably better. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can word. I know how to say words. Anyway, the other game that I have been playing that actually also came out last week. Who am I? <sighs> Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Who am I? is called boss game in all capitals boss game the final boss is my heart 
It is self-described as a lesbian romance boss rush. You had me at lesbian. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. <laughs> it's fucking great. So you are Sophie and Anna, a pair of girlfriends who are broke and they pay their rent by hunting devils. So you literally, you fight bosses. There's like cute little flirty bits in between. And you also get to uncover the mysteries of Mammon City, where they live. I found it really hard to get used to the controls at first, because it's proper boss rush, like, timing thing. (sighs) And I wasn't picking it up right away, so I was getting a bit frustrated. But it was an entirely me problem, because honestly, it's one of those where once it clicks, that's it. You're away. Do you know what I mean? I'm almost bouncing in my chair right now. It's like, (laughs) you're reminding me of like, this is like... It sounds like lesbian cuphead and I'm like, I want this now. Let's go. <laughs> I don't fully understand all the combos and stuff, but apparently you can do them. It's two heroes, which I think is pretty cool. Rhythm bosses. Yeah, it's absolutely up your street. <laughs> Orange. I'm here. And all, it's all pixel. Oh, and it's... Oh. And it's pixel. <laughs> Visually, I would put it as like being in there with Minute and Undertale. Oh. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. Stop right, right. things I like. <laughs> <laughs> Never. It's revenge. This is revenge. But yeah, you know, I feel like, especially with you, Orange, you're, like, you're on my level. I'm sorry. Flirting. <laughs> Lesbians. I'm here. Boss rush. <laughs> yes. These are all things count, I enjoy. Count me in. So you can see why I got it when it was released. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know it was coming out. I'm sure the release date was somewhere. And I, like, I've been you know, had it on my wish list for ages. And I got the email that it come out and I was like, oh yes. I didn't, I've never heard I, of it. I'm like, damn. I'm like, I think I will that? have that actually. And I knew, I knew damn well <laughs> that you would be into that. You're waiting yeah, for me. It's definitely me. really cool. <laughs> and I, I love that so many of the reviews are like, oh my God, I feel so seen as a disaster lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, yeah, I... I'm having a really good time with it and I'm hoping that I will get better at the the control of it side of it. You got this. But what I also love, I will say, is they've put in accessibility features. So if you think like Celeste, where you can take away all the difficulty stuff mm. so that you can just follow the I can story. Just enjoy it. Yeah, that's nice. They do that as well, which I think is really good. So if if you're hearing this and thinking, oh my god, but boss rush, that sounds like something I'd be really shit at, <laughs> like me, you can make it easier. And just enjoy lesbians hunting devils, you know. Your first combat is um, crow bosses. And they, of course, are all puns, by the way. <laughs> oh, no. It's very up your street. I will just say that. Oh, you had to. It's, you don't need to say anymore. You just keep adding layers <laughs> to this. I'm just like, what am I streaming tonight? Can I change it? Is it too late? <laughs> is this your tiny bookshop? <laughs> Quite yeah, possibly. That's, what I, was th- that's what I was thinking as you were saying it. I was like... Every episode, you're just gonna like pick someone and just get yeah. the perfect game for them. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming yeah. for, I'm coming for you. And this week, it's this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and then just the other. I've not actually played any any of them yet, although I did install them. But I did want to shout out because the offer ends in twelve days, and by the time this goes out, you might be looking at like nine, ten days. There is a whimsy and wonder cozy games collection on Humble Bundle right now. It is nine pounds ninety three for 
eight games and has got 65% off Haven Park as well. The only game I've actually played on the list is A Short Hike. Um, I played that friggin' ages ago. I've recommended it several times before. It's like a nice, like I played it in an afternoon, literally the stereotype of it was like a rainy afternoon outside. I'd lit some candles and I'd put the heating on. It was like November and, you know, got under a blanket and sat on my settee and I just played a short hike in one day like just following trails as you make your way to the summit you know the character you play is just like that they're, they're there at hawk peak provincial park to get to the summit mm. beautiful honestly beautiful game absolutely loved it some of the other games on there there is cat cafe manager which your grandmother leaves you a small cafe to fix up and you know you can befriend the local cat population hello was that made for me <laughs> for me personally maybe there's Witchy Life Story, which you have two weeks to save the Harvest Festival. So you tend your garden, collect plants for spells and rituals and things like that. There is Here Comes Nico, which is a 3D platformer that specifically describes itself as being for tired people. <laughs> I'm in. So, you know, sure. <laughs> Garden Story, uh, that was, I've had that on my witch list since I heard about it, mm. because you know what, you've already drawn me in if your main character is a frog. Is that Garden Story the little purple guy? Uh, Garden Story, yes, Garden Story is the little purple guy, you're right, it's yeah. just, a, there is there is a frog character, sorry. Are you like, yes. It's like a grape or something, aren't you? Yeah, like a grape yeah. or a berry or something in it with a sword. I mean, my mortal enemy, but. It's so cute. <laughs> well, you don't have to eat him. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, it's fine. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, you're in a cozy village, you know, you go across the four seasons, meeting all the fruits and vegetables and things like that. You're the newest guardian of the grove, so you have to rebuild the village. There is Lemon Cake, which is a game that's also been on my wish list forever. Mm. So you have to repair your bakery with the help of a friendly ghost. Yeah, I've had that one on my wish list. <laughs> yeah. I might yeah. get this while you're talking about it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Albert, a wildlife adventure <laughs> that is from the award-winning studio behind Monument Valley. You play Alba as she visits her grandparents on a Mediterranean island and she starts doing wildlife exploration and realises after seeing an animal in danger that she needs to help. And also from the same studio, they have Assemble with Care, which looks... At first, I was like really underwhelmed by this one and was like, oh, if there's any on this list that I might not keep, it was going to be this one. Then I read the reviews and things and you play Maria, who is an antique restorer. You have to help the town's inhabitants save their most beloved possessions. And you have to find a way of obviously holding together their items. But then also there's like the personal life aspect of it because you're an antique restorer. So you're restoring like personal items and things. Mm. And the whole visual aspect and just everything about it, it just looks like my kind of cozy restoration. Like I've, I've obviously learned that I really love things like a little to the left and unpacking mm. and all of those kind of like fixing type puzzles. And it's just it, it, all the reviews are like it's genuinely just beautiful. <laughs> Excellent. So yeah, minimum £9.93. The bundle is raising money for charity as well. So the Legal Defence Fund, who, if you look them up, they just like help so many people. Mm. And yeah, I think several of these games, I think would be worth that on their own anyway. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, it, it got me with a short hike and then having two, maybe three games that were already on my wish list. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of them. So, you know, 
you never know. Maybe I'll do like a, I'll play them all and do like a ranking. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I did also take advantage of the sixty-five percent of Haven Park. So Haven Park, you are Flint, who's doing his best to keep his grandma's park up and running, make it a place for campers to enjoy. It has huge, huge, a short hike vibes, which, as previously stated, is absolutely one of my favorite and most recommended indie games. So that is that is all the things I've been pl- not well. No, sorry, they've not been things I've been playing but that I intend to play and wanted to shout out because Humble Bundle is amazing. Humble Bundle is amazing. But this yeah. specifically seems like a game bundle made for me. I think it's the first one where I've not given away any of the games. Because <laughs> normally I get the bundles and I want like, say, two or three. And then ones where I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, neutral on. If there are people I know, friends I have who I think, oh, but they would love this. But all of these were like, no, these are all for me. Get your hands off them. <laughs> I'm not sharing. I'm not sharing. No. no. Humble's great. I'll second that. Published my yeah. favorite indie game, so it's fire. So big shout. True. Yes, yep. and if you decide to go for the uh, humble choice sign up, where you get free games every month for a subscription, you get access to humble games through that. So it's. Oh, it's I didn't good. know that. Yeah. Damn you. Yeah, you do. Oh, I don't need that in my life. Except I really do. <laughs> Getting you back I now really for do. suggesting that game. <laughs> 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 Let's swing back around. We'll go in the same order, just because um, easier on my brain. Are things that you are hyped for, Orange, go. Yeah, so I've tried to keep this brief-ish. And also I've gone for August-specific releases. I actually went through my wish list for you guys and deliberately picked out the ones on Steam that have an August date. So you're welcome, because there's like 300 games on that list, so... I had to squint, okay? <laughs> so the first one is called Under the Waves, mm. which is coming out at the end of August, unless it changes. But at the moment, Steam says it's coming out on the 29th of August. And this is like an underwater exploration type game. And it has very outer wilds and subnautica vibes to it. So like pottering about under the water, but there's stuff going on. And you're going to start figuring things out as you go so there's gonna be I presume not much hand-holding I wouldn't think if it's got those kind of games as its sort of backdrop so very much looking around finding your feet and then noticing that things are not as they seem and I love I haven't actually played Subnautica myself but I know a lot of people who have I absolutely loved Outer Wilds so to have that kind of vibe, I'm just like, yes. Although the sea actually scares me, so it will have an added level of terror for me just because it's in the water. But I am digging the aesthetic for it. The artwork looks really nice, really crisp. And I'm just like, mm, mm. <laughs> this kind of speaks to me because I do love a mystery. So I am totally here for that. The next game I wanted to mention, so I did play the demo of this in the Steam Next Fest that was last month, and it came up on my radar actually for for a really weird way. I got an email from Humble because I am a Humble member, so they sent me monthly emails, and I got a Humble Games email, and it was in that one, and I'd never heard of it before, and I was like, oh, that's interesting, and then I played the demo, and that is Stray Gods. The role-playing musical. 
So, and let that sink in. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is on my wish list and I'm so glad you're missing Yeah, <laughs> so basically the concept is that, I can't remember the main character's name, but you are playing as a character who is kind of lost, like not really sure what she wants to really do in life, who then encounters this other lady randomly while singing and through some sort of chain of events this the other lady ends up dying in your arms but it turns out that she was actually a muse as in the greek muses and passes on her singing and powers to you however the greek gods are not particularly thrilled with this and they assume that your character is the one who actually murdered her because she she was murdered she didn't just die i should have said that <laughs> so you kind of have to prove your innocence but it's a musical so every sort of decision in the game is done through a song and then you get to choose like the dialogue options and changes the th- theming of the song so you can go for like calculating and uh, charming or you can be like a punk and literally go for like angry shouty if you want And then you interact with all the other characters. There will be relationships. It has a stellar cast. It's, I think, like half of the people from The Last of Us are basically in it. It's really interesting. And the art style really captured me as well because it looks like a comic book. Like the characters don't move. It's all just images, still images. So it looks like the pages of a comic book. But I was just like, that is such a unique idea. How could you not be interested in that? It's like, I love a musical. I love a comic book. I love a role-playing game. (laughs) I want all of these things. And they're all combined in this one nice little package. And also, it's about Greek gods, which is another thing I absolutely love. So I was just like, yep, I'm here for this. Totally here for this. So that's coming out, um, well, soon from when we're recording, actually. I think, yeah, 10th of August it's supposed to come out. And I believe it is Humble Games. So my earlier plug. And then there was one other I wanted to mention. (laughs) which I again played at Steam Next Fest, a demo of. And I feel like this game was made for me. <laughs> it's called On Guard. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and it's coming out on the 16th of August, supposedly. And it's just awesome. <laughs> I love it because it's, it's swashbuckly. And I'm, you know, always here for that. So you're kind of... I don't think she's a pirate. She's more like a musketeer type. But the main character uh, is a lady and you... Well, the demo that I played, you like run through a city chasing this masked man. And it's a lot of sword combat. So you're doing a lot of sword sword swooshing and you have to learn how to like parry and dodge and stuff. But it really makes you feel badass because you're just like taking on all these other people. You can kick crates at them and stuff. And in a recent announcement, which actually made me like smile from ear to ear, the developer actually announced as well that I think it was during Pride Month that the main character is a queer character. And I was just like, yes, (laughs) not only is she cool, and sassy and swashbuckly with a sword. She's also queer. I'm, yeah, this game was made for me. I'm here. I'm here for this. Because I love some tight combat. And I, yeah, I played the demo and I just had so much fun with it. It was just good fun. There's some platforming elements to it. Yeah, it's it's really interesting, really colourful, very funny. Yeah, I dig it. So so yeah, my August is looking a bit crazy because all three of these games are like 
so interesting looking to me and I'm just I still have a backlog of games to play and uh, I've got to make space <laughs> but yeah do you like me this month apparently which is I've looked at my backlog ignored it like a <laughs> meme and I've just looked at new games yeah that's gonna be me next month apparently what are you about you Ben anything you wanted to shout out this month yeah so like Orange the games that I'm gonna talk about are all coming out this month and yeah away from the making me feel uneasy and creeped out Mm -hmm. vibes from earlier. All three of these are a little bit happier. So the first one is a game called Super Space Club, which is coming to PC and Xbox on the 4th of August. It's this like very colourful, vibrant, endless little gunner where you're floating around a little spaceship, you know, blasting asteroids and ships, all set to this lo-fi soundtrack. So it looks very chill. Like, it just looks like absolute vibes. I think... I've been playing like a little bit of Vampire Survivors recently and I like just playing something that I can just lock in on and I don't have to think about too much. But this also looks really like nice to look at, so it's not going to creep me out. (laughs) Uh, um, But yeah, it's like I said, it's really very like minimalist. Just just, like really like bright, vibrant backgrounds. I actually think one of the pilots is called Sasha as well. Oh, well. I'll find that out. Little Antelope. Love to hear it. <laughs> really looking forward to that. Goodbye Volcano High. Ah, uh, yes. How dare you. Yeah, which is, I think it's been, I think it got announced like two or three years ago. It's been delayed a few times, mm. but it's meant to come out on the 29th of August. And that's like this cinematic narrative, like rhythm game where you play as a dinosaur called Fang and you're in a band. You get to like write songs, but you're kind of like going through the highs and lows of your final year at the school volcano high and apparently at the end of the year like they know the world's ending like the asteroids come in to destroy the dinosaurs so that is a bit grim mm. so i'm hoping you know they make the most of that last year <laughs> but that looks like so beautiful it's fully voice acted the soundtrack sounds ace from what i've heard and yeah like i said it's been delayed quite a few times now um, i think they just wanted to get it right and did it they wanted to avoid crunch because because of covid so fingers crossed it you know, it does come out this month and it lives up to the, like the little hype because it looks it looks so cool. It it really does. And honestly, this was actually going to be one of mine. So, <laughs> thief. <laughs> when I when I was looking at, it, I was like, this is such a Sasha yes. game. You know, like yeah. I'm getting queer dinosaurs. There's you know high school. There's narrative stuff and the the rhythm based gameplay looks quite fun as well. Mm. Yeah, I think for me, it's probably the game I'm most hyped for this year above literally anything else where when it was first announced i've followed it along the entire time i honestly think it's going to be up there with night in the woods for me wow you know it's written using the same engine that you know like behind heaven's vault and 80 days and sorcery and the whole coming of age thing and we know that i am an absolute sucker for branching narratives (laughs) and you know difficult choices and the idea that so many of your choices as well are based on it's not just the end of school it's the end of the world Mm. and i can't wait (laughs) for all of the themes in it you know not just fang coming of age which is the main character that you play they being just one of the coolest looking character designs of like teenage me would have been obsessed and wanted to be fang (laughs) but you know the whole chosen family stuff and finding community uh, even against the backdrop of the apocalypse i think it's going to be really quite an emotional game mm-hmm. and yeah i'm i am absolutely here for my heart to be ripped out <laughs> by dinosaurs <laughs> yeah 
What was your last one? Sorry. The last one for me is, I think the only game that I actually played from Steam Next Fest, which was Word Factory, which comes out on the 3rd of August, which is like a little factory game, but you only have the letter I and you've got to like manipulate the letter I into other letters and then figure out how you get the rest of the alphabet so you can eventually make words. I am terrible at it, (laughs) which is, I think, why I'm looking forward to playing more of it, because I'm like, I will get good at this game. It cannot be that difficult. It's just letters. I can figure this out. It shall not beat me. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. It's like, just can't get, the tutorial's like blowing my mind. I'm like, I just don't, I can't figure it out. But I I really like it. The aesthetic's nice. I don't really play many games like that, probably just because of like the themes of like building factories and it's all a bit uh, capitalist. But you know, making letters, (laughs) I can, I can vibe with that. I'm not hurting anyone on the environment. <laughs> it's cool. I, don't, I assume. I don't know. Hope not. But yeah, no, that was that was my third one. And um, that's coming out on the 3rd of August, which I might have said, but yeah. <laughs> just reminding you all. Look at us being like super on it. So I only have one more then because... Uh... I stole your thunder. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> Sorry, I did it bent to Ben yesterday. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm so ready to talk about what was it? Small, Small soldiers. soldiers. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's great. I love it. So my last one is called the Cosmic Wheel Sisterhood. Ooh. It mm. comes out on the sixteenth of August. And if it's a little known fact about me, because it's not something I, you know, massively share or talk about as such. But I do love tarot, not for divination or anything like that. Like, I don't think I can predict the future or anything like it. What I love about tarot is, you know, if you just have questions and you ask the cards, as it were, and then you read the interpretations of those. Honestly, I just think it can sometimes really help you know what it is you want. Because if you get an answer you didn't want, in theory, that doesn't mean it's the answer. It actually just helps you solidify what your feeling is on a thing mm. and also tarot decks are fucking gorgeous yes. right i have about nearly 30 wow. now like all different ones like based made by different artists based on different things i love backing them on kickstarter especially i think my latest one was like a tarot frogs Cute frogs. Nice. So the idea of a game in which you play a fortune teller who's been condemned to exile on her asteroid and you have to sort of craft your own tarot deck to regain your freedom and in theory shape fate as well within the cosmic witch society. And it's just like, you know, witchy vibes. There's space involved as ever. It's like a pixel, you know, that more 16-bit look to it. And yeah, I don't know. It was just one of those where I saw it and I was like the idea of making my own arcane deck. You know, it just kind of really appealed to me in a very specific way. Mm. Very simple. I obviously love pixel art and it has great original music. It's by... It says here, celebrated composer Fingerspit, and that just feels, <laughs> sure, okay. like, why not? But the music in the trailer is gorgeous, and again, I'm also here for that. So so that's my other aesthetically and, you know, spiritually pleasing mm-hmm. choice this month. So Just downloaded the demo for that, because it looks cool. <laughs> I find if it's games I know I know for a fact I'm going to play, I don't get the demos because I don't want to start playing something and then get really mm. sad when I can't keep playing it. Mm. I don't know if I'll like that, though. But no, I no, think, that's fair. That's fine. Yeah. I fully... It was more just me making a comment on, like, oh, no, demo away. 
I did that at Steam Next Fest. A game called Lodlnauts, which is like a little game with 3D game where you're cleaning up the ocean. So you just like go around and you're as a little little diver. He's very small and cute. And you're just like sucking up different bits of rubbish and then you're gonna probably build stuff and make things nice down there again and i started playing the demo of it at next fest and i was just like i just want to keep playing this i need to move on to another demo but this is i could just sit here and play this all day and i don't know when it's coming out <laughs> but soon and yeah it's a wholesome game so as in it was a wholesome direct game that I saw that one at. So. <laughs> quick, quick little plug, it snuck in at the end, another one. There you go, Lodlnauts. Check that out, it's cute and it's adorable. I don't know when it's coming out, but wishlist it now. <laughs> you know what, someone should someone should like be giving us commission <laughs> for, for the way we're pushing these games right now. Where's... And the commission they could give us is giving us copies of the games. Where's our humble bundle sponsor? Come on. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> anyway. I think we should wrap this up because otherwise Andy will despair yeah. <laughs> at how long we've managed to talk about indie games. But, you know, as you can see, August especially is like a freaking big month yeah. for them yeah. after a super quiet July. Yeah, I have been your host, Bash. I don't know if I said that up front every, every time. <laughs> every time. Anyway, maybe I did. I think you did. Anyway, I'm Bash. I am Bash at Demonhead on things and uh, Orange. I am Orange of Orange and Peachy over on Twitch. My other social medias, if they are still a thing, are attached to that channel. So that's the easiest place to find out about me. And Ben? And I am at Duke of Benningham on all the social media platforms that are still going. <laughs> nice. And we have been the one up pod. That is one U P P odd O D on things like and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice if you enjoyed this and would like to hear more in the future and don't forget to get a life and play indie games